And welcome back to our next episode of the Million Dollar Coach Program podcast. Joined today by Christina and Sam. Ash is out today. So just got two of two of the three additional amigos. How are you guys? Wonderful. That's good. That's good. So I thought today um, we would bounce today's episode kind of off the back of the webinar we did on the, you know, um, the five steps that we we went through to creating the six figure income, and you know, so you know, we had quite a lot of people tune in for that. But I thought it was worthwhile then being able to break down into further uh, discussions the concepts around those steps. So clearly, you know, we're going to start pretty close to step one. And both of you guys, you know, is is which is about creating a product to sell, which can seem daunting. And I know that both of you guys have been through that process of well, I am an entity, I have something that I'm going to bring to market or I need to have something. Uh, Brand Sam, brand Christina were terms we often use. Now, Mm -hmm. um, that can be daunting for coaches like, well, what am am I going to sell and how am I going to sell it? Like who? how do I go? So, you know, I guess we start a step back earlier is like we've already talked ad nauseum about the niche and, you know, who's your – um, who are you trying to solve and what are you trying to solve for? And so we've got that. But I guess then the next layer on that, you know, um, is, well, how do I figure out what I want to put out there and how and yeah. and what's my vehicle? A little bit to unpack today, kids. <laughs> well, I, I love that you started with the language that you started with, you know, like product and bring to market and like right away if – you're a coach and you're listening and you're in the position that I was in. You're like, you know, you could feel your butt pucker. You're like, well, I don't want any of that, you know? And to a certain extent it has to do with like unfamiliarity. And it's probably the same thing that we all felt when someone's like today, we're going to power snatch. And you're like, what was the power snatch again? Um, (laughs) Or like, maybe you're that athlete who every time is like, What's a power snatch? What's a clean? Um, <laughs> everybody's got them. <laughs> everybody's got them. I still I, switch and it's been a year. Yeah. Yeah. And like, you know, just, I mean, we talked last week about awareness and, you know, coaches being aware that there is a problem, right? So one of the things that we say is awareness precedes action. And so like, spoiler alert, this is the action that we're talking about. Like we, we want to do something and I hope we've made it clear that we don't just want you to coach more hours. You know what I mean? Um, and if you didn't catch our webinar, the five steps to six figures, shame on you. Um, however you can hit us up in the DMS and like send us a message and get onto the mailing list and we can hopefully get you access to that. But one of the things that we talk about is like time for money. You know, like if you're a coach, you're probably in a situation that looks something like, you know, you coach five to six hours a day, you know, four to five or five to six days a week, and you might get paid between 20 and $25 a class. If you get paid $25 a class, then you top out at like, $31,000, you know, 31,250 is five classes a day, six days a week, $25 a class, 50 weeks a year. We're going to give you two weeks off for vacation. (laughs) 
And so, so you don't the, get paid for. They, exactly. Like there's no PTO, <laughs> there's no 401k, <laughs> there's no health insurance, you know, and like if like I might be speaking out of turn and you might be working at an affiliate where that is a thing. I, and I know that there are some that have those benefits. Fantastic. Oh. I'm so excited and so grateful that that is the case. But there's a lot that goes on from a business standpoint for like things to be in position so that they could run programs like that. And that's an affiliate owner thing. And we're not here to talk about that. Um, so like 31,250, cool. How hard would you have to work to double that? 62,500. Oh. And like right away, it all falls apart because you can't work 50 hours in a week. If you're working 25 to begin with, and now you're going to double it and you're going to go to 50. Well, most gyms don't run 50 classes in a week. And even if they did, you would be putting three other coaches out of a job just so that you could work all 50 classes. Oh. It's like, that's, that's the part of the reason why we want to talk about products and productizing is because you can't work your way to more money using the oh. method that we have. And we've all tried it. Like we've all, I don't, like I've done it. <laughs> like just we have, we have all done. Like let's let's be honest. It's it's a it's a it's a thing. Like oh well, if I get five more PT clients, then I know. and you think well oh, and at the time you're like oh, I just sold a eight week pack to five clients, you know for two thousand dollars. Oh, so I just got ten thousand dollars in, and then you're halfway through the eight weeks going. My life is hell. Like yeah. this is a never-ending time commitment cycle. And you got paid that money five weeks ago, so it kind of makes it a little hard to, you know, be halfway through this bad boy. And yeah. you realize that you go home, you spent plus having to do your regular coaching hours. You're like, I am tired. Like, and yeah. I you, then you don't have time for the things that we truly value here at Fitfiliate, which is you know, uh, relationships. Um, purpose, mm -hmm. uh, you know, having the freedom to pursue the things that mean most to you and spend it with the people who mean most to you, then, then that's, that's where the equation is wrong. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, <clears throat> and so like one of the things that we're going to talk about a lot today is price versus value, right? The equation being wrong is not because what you do isn't valuable. Like, mm. No one who knows CrossFit or does CrossFit who has an affiliate that they love and, you know, like every coach, if not themselves, they know someone else who was like, CrossFit changed my life. And they can tell you a long winding story about the extent to which CrossFit changed their life. That's real. And that's happening in every single affiliate in America. That's not necessarily happening in every single gym. But like somebody has a story like that in every single affiliate. And so what you do matters, right? The problem is you're doing it in an ecosystem that is not designed to compensate you for that level of value. Um, and we've talked, hmm. you know, we've talked about coach math before. The coach who is looking at his affiliate owner and like Lisa's my boss. Lisa's got 150 members and they all pay 150, you know, bucks a, a month. You know, that's a lot of money. Lisa's rolling in it. And never mind the fact that like her overhead cost is as much as the revenue she's bringing in. They don't like, mm -hmm. unless you're an affiliate owner, 
or you've worked very, very closely with one, you're probably not read into like just how small the profit margins are on something like that. Um, well, it's all the, um, you know, the extras. It's the, you know, that you don't know that they that they have is like your insurances and, you know, toilet paper and music subscriptions and licensing for music and all that sort of stuff. Like, yeah, if you just look at it on a gross level, you go, oh, that's, why has Lisa not got a new Lamborghini? But it's like, <laughs> well, that's because all these other things that go out don't equal all the things that come in generally. Right, right. And it it's falling prey to that coach math cycle, but also like we talked about in the in one of our previous episodes is like no one's coming to save you. You're not entitled to anything just because you are X, Y, Z. So, Christina, you're a level four. Huge accomplishment. But I'm pretty sure that you're not just going to, well, I hope that you're not rocking up to just, you know, any gym, you move to a new city, you rock up and go, cool, I'm level four, so that'll be, what, about 200 bucks an hour? That'll be cool. And I'm only going to do three hours a week, but you're going to pay me for 40 hours a week. Cool? Good chats. Like, you're not entitled to anything because of what's beside your name. Right. You you need to work for it. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, like, you know, overall, like, everything you guys are talking about, I feel like we've we've talked about this multiple times before on the podcast, right, where it's just, like, we're in this conundrum. Fact of the matter is all of these things are true. Um, you can't possibly coach enough hours to make a living wage. Again, we've all tried it. And we're also facing this fact that society just doesn't really look at what we do as a legitimate profession, right? So we have all of these cards stacked against us. And so now we come back to why we're here today, right? Like, how do we take step one? So hmm. most coaches out there are sitting where we were just talking, right? They're coaching their butt off. They're trying everything. They're trying to get their affiliate owner to try new things, to bring in more revenue, to be able to pay them. It's so much work. It's so many hours. It's so exhausting. Not to mention the fact that you're also coaching 18 to 22 classes a week and you're being emotionally drained. And now here we are saying, let's take step one. <laughs> we're going to try, <laughs> we're going to try something new and you're going to build your own business and you're going to package yourself and market yourself. So I think that's where we start is like, we do understand how terrifying that sounds because we know as coaches who have been there, how absolutely exhausted and at the end of the rope, many coaches are when they're ready to take step one. Right. Yeah. yeah. And there's a talking about like terrifying first steps, right? So you know, we've all done the math, X number of dollars for X number of hours. And then we might turn around and someone might say, listen, I've, I've got a thing. I've got a thing that's going to help you. It's going to change your life. It's going to cost you $2,000. And you look at that, that $2,000 bill and you're like, what am I going to, what really? How many classes? That's so many classes, yeah. you know? But if I can say on the other end of that $2,000 investment, you're going to make $20,000, right? It's a hard thing to cast your brain forward into the future and be willing to believe in that. Like that's just plain hard. And I know because I've done it and am 
doing it. I know other coaches who have done it. And the only reason that like, I believe it's a possibility is because there's enough people saying the same thing. And they all say some flavor of, here's a great example. You have a person who is a, you know, they, um, they have a, a job at a subway. They get paid. Let's be really generous. $18 an hour, <laughs> like to work at a subway, right? Probably legit. <laughs> right? Yeah. This person wants to make more money. If they could go away to a weekend course and learn phlebotomy, right? This is a real thing. You can go and you can become a phlebotomist in a weekend. And so you learn how to like draw people's blood. You automatically go from, you know, $18 an hour to like $35 an hour, right? It's going to cost you $350 to do it, but that's a no brainer. Like, of course you would spend $350 to now make $35 an hour, right? Mm -hmm. It's the same thing here. If you can invest in yourself and your knowledge and skill set, so that when you go forth and you do what you do, you have now leveled up your knowledge and your understanding of how to generate revenue, like do that. Do that mm. every time, like mm. investing in yourself. You'll never lose that investment. You always retain that stuff. It's not like buying a new pair of shoes where they eventually wear out. Like, you I think where always... people get lost too is you hear the terms 10x your potential and yeah. 10x your day and 10x your income and, you know, gazillion x your whatever. <laughs> like, and they're banded around by like the, the gurus with the snappy captions and all the rest of it and the, mm-hmm. the quick stuff. So people don't have a concept of that being real because they never see it in actuality. It's like, sure. oh, that's just a gimmick. This is a thing. Nobody 10x is shit. Like, right. oh, if I 10x where I'm at now, that's going to be 10 times the work or what's the catch? People are like, what's the catch? And they lose the ability to actually conceptualize that this is something that they can actually do. Yeah, yeah. Mm. And, and, I, and I love that question. What's the cat? Like, this is the question, right? Mm. So the people, and you, you know people, like if you're a coach, you know people who are doing the things that we're talking about. Um, and the only reason they get away with it is because they understand leverage better than you mm. do, right? <clears throat> so um, Leverage has a lot of definitions. The best one I ever found was from the Cambridge Dictionary. It says, um, using something you already have in order to achieve something new or better, right? So the example here is the internet. Like if you were born before 1980 and you wanted to start a business, you don't have the internet, right? And in the webinar, we talked about like car sales. Um, Anyone who's like of a certain age when like Carvana didn't exist knows that you like in your town or in your region, there were like a handful of dealerships and they had the worst commercials on TV ever. And you knew all of their jingles because they had to advertise incessantly and they had a place a lot and they had the cars and they had to call another dude who had the cars like a human being on the phone and then get those cars and put them in their lot. And you had to advertise like nobody's business and try to convince everybody to come do like, come do that. You don't have to do that. So like right away, I don't have to compete. Christina this is a great example. Christina is a, a friend and a colleague of mine, right? As two coaches of similar experience, it would be easy to say, 
that Christina and I are competitors when we are anything but. Right. You know? And like, that is, it's, it's because like, even if Christina and I lived in the same town, we don't. If Christina and I lived in the same town, you could be like, oh, well, they're competing for clients. No. Because hashtag the internet. Like, we have access to like 7 billion people. <laughs> there's, competition only exists when there's scarcity. We're, we're not dealing with scarcity here, you know? And Well, most of the scarcity exists here. People have it, um, you know, they create their own scarcity rather than what is in actuality in front of them. Oh, everybody and, go listen to that one again. And it and it's true though. You 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 can look at two a scenario and you can tell yourself whatever story it is that you want to about that that justifies the inaction that you're taking towards, well, I can't I can't do this product because da 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 da. Like because Christina's already doing that. Well, fuck me. Like there's more than just I can't service everyone. She can't service everyone. Like, but we tell ourselves these stories to justify the inaction that we're taking and make ourselves feel better because we're creating the the narrative that it's scarcity and we're all competing. And well, I'm not a level four, so who am I to compete with Christina? Like, it's just a story. It's what we make up. We've created scarcity, and the gurus and the mentors out there create scarcity to force you to buy to create that sense of urgency. Yeah. So it's manipulation. It's not, you know, persuasion and influence. It's pure manipulation. So then we get that icky feeling and we think, well, that's right. There's not enough for everybody. Um, CrossFit wants 30 million people doing CrossFit. There's plenty. There's plenty for everybody. You just need to change the way that you look at it and stop telling yourself the bullshit story to justify your inaction. And look at the real reason why you're taking inaction. What What are you afraid of? Like what are you truly scared of? Here's a great thing. So, Christina, you were at the games recently, right? How many coaches and trainers did you run into at the games? Oh God, I you couldn't count. Right? So like yeah. A a thousand, right? Mm -hmm. So of the four thousand affiliates in America, and a bunch of those people I'm sure are international, like of Mm -hmm. the four thousand that are in America and the I don't know, a hundred thousand trainers that they have, Christina met a thousand of them, right? CrossFit wants thirty million. A handful of years ago, the best estimates that we had were but somewhere between, I think it was three and five million people were crossfitting. And that was based on like the amount of equipment that was being sold and stuff like that. Like it was just only so amount of so much equipment to like service the service the ecosystem. Imagine having forty thousand affiliates and instead of a hundred thousand trainers, a million. That's bonkers. And like, if you wanted to, I mean, you could just pull the stats for like ASCBD for uh, atherosclerotic uh, cardiovascular disease. If you wanted to drastically affect those numbers and like save 7 million lives or something like that, you'd, you'd need to do almost a 10X on the number of affiliates and the number of trainers in our country alone. So I'm grateful that I don't have to compete with Christina. <laughs> you know, because like, like Christina's a level four. She's an amazing coach, and like, I don't like I don't have to go up against that. You know, I'm grateful for that for a number of reasons, 
And but you're probably not interested in solving the same problems that Christina can solve. Right. Well, and I don't have to even think mm. about what Christina's problems that she's solving mm. are. Like that's right. There's I love that you talked about like scarcity. Like it's not that everyone needs to get their piece of the pie. We I think we all need to be aware that there's so much pie. <laughs> like there's so much more pie than you think there is, you yeah. know? Yeah. And it's and it's taking that creating understanding that on the flip side, I guess, of of the analogy I said where you're just creating scarcity as a story in your own head, if you flip that around, you can then therefore create your own opportunities and abundance. Ah, yes. And open your eyes to go, shit, there's a lot of pie here. And I can't take care of this on my own. Like there's going to be enough for everybody. You can create your own opportunities within that and go, okay, well, what's the piece that I want to tackle? This is, you know, this is my skill set. Um, and you you control that. You can do that yourself. Mm-hmm. So as much as you can create scarcity, you can create that abundance and also create opportunities and not sit back and go, I'm a level four or a level three or a level two, whatever it is, and go, uh, things need to come to me now. Like when does the greatness come? Like when does yeah. when do when do I get cast upon high and celebrated? Like you got your level. Good job. Yeah. Now go do something with it. Let you spoke about leverage, Sam, and I think it's really important. Like you've gone out, you've got the certificates, you've got the um, certifications, you've got the validations. Go do something with it. Leverage your knowledge. Yeah. Put that credential to work. Like you paid good money for it. You got to get the return on that investment. Like mm-hmm. uh, you know the amount of people that have been to the gymnastics seminar and they virtually. Uh, the gymnastics course outline how to run a seminar in your gym to help you earn back the cost that you've invested in the course. Yeah. How many affiliates, coaches on average would go and actually do it apart from you, I, Sam, because I know that you're a doer. But like how many? I think the percentage would be. Well, Johnny. Yeah. 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 Because they're all sitting there going, oh, yeah, this is a great idea. Then they go back and they don't do the one little thing that's going to make that a reality, which is take the action. Yeah. Yeah. Well, this is how, and this, but this is how we're all conditioned to believe, right? Like we grew up going to school and we're told that if you go to college and you get, you know, the more degrees that you get or the more time that you spend in school, the more successful you'll be, right? Like look at a doctor, you know, they're in school Mm -hmm. for a long time master's degree, PhD, uh, you know, MD, like all the things, right. All the credentials. And then they make a lot of money. That's how I was, you know, raised as a kid that it just was, you were just told like, this is what happens. Um, but even in that situation, I mean, it's, it's an insane amount of work. Right. And then like, even when you become the doctor and you have the fancy title, um, you then have to work with people and and you still have to be good at what you do um, in order for your practice to exist. Right. So it's like, it's the same thing. It's nobody's handing things onto silver platters to people who have their MD, you know, they they still have to do a lot of work, not to mention, you know, the pressures and, and the, the, you know, immense 
responsibility that is within their job. And, you know, same with us. I mean, we've had this conversation before about how valuable coaches are and how, Mm -hmm. you know, how much, you know, of a responsibility our job is. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, I may not be a medical doctor, but shit, I change lives every day and that's my goal. Right. So I think that, um, you know, if we stop, like, I don't know, putting this like, like expectation level of like, you know, comparison to, you know, if if this is what you have chosen to be your career, Mm. then act like it, I guess is what Mm. we're saying, you know, act like it, apply yourself and stop expecting that this silver platter is going to arrive. Because I'll tell you, Lisa's right. I got my level four and it felt really great for like five minutes. But then guess what? (laughs) Nobody... Nobody arrived at my door with like a special like dream job on a plate. Yeah. I still have and, to work for what I want. And you know, just if we think about a uh the opportunity, like you know, speaking about, you know, for example, doctors and their potential to, you know, earn, but they have to go out and earn it. It's gonna take them a lot longer to, for example, get a return on that investment if you think about how much that education cost them for all the years. And what we see at the top is the iceberg, so the little tippy-top bit, not all the stuff then that it's going to take them years before they actually break even. When we become a coach, you have in your hands a powerful set of school, powerful set of um, tools with such a low barrier to entry for you to discover that I can go and change lives but save lives and affect behavioural change on people that's going to, you know, create ripples through their family and the community yep. for a very, very low entry cost. Where I'm, If I pull the right levers yeah. and do the things, I'm actually going to see a return on investment much quicker and have a much, just as much of a profound impact on you know, someone's life as someone who's, you know, repaired their heart, we want to stop them getting to that person to start with. Yeah. But when you see truly the value that you do and then the, the um, by comparison, the smaller investment to do it, like yeah. you really have a golden opportunity at your hands to create a life that, you know, you want for yourself and, I know like Christina and I were just on a call. She hates the podcast being straight after her call. But it's you can be in a kayak paddling upstream and dodging obstacles or maybe if you just turn it around and then you can control where it goes and maybe get in a slightly more comfortable kayak of your own choosing, then isn't life a lot better rather than this constant fight and struggle because I've just turned around and done the things I need to do to take control because I've already got the skills and knowledge everything i just need to use them yeah i'll step off my soapbox now (laughs) but i i think that i and and we talked about this in the webinar like and we've talked about this before i don't want to belabor this point i i love christina that you said start acting like it you know like you want to be taken seriously as a healthcare professional dress like it be prompt be prepared Carry yourself and speak like a healthcare professional. Stop saying bro. Like, mm. not that there aren't opportunities to say bro. I say it a lot, but like, 
know your audience. You know, you've got to, you've got to know when to employ those things selectively. And, and more than anything, you need to understand the value of the thing that you provide so that you can believe in it. And then so that you can say, okay, like the doctor examples is great. Why is a doctor paid so much? It's not because they went to school. It's not a, I do this investment, I get this money. It's not a one-to-one. -one. It's the value that they provide. If you get in an accident and you've got like a, a literal piece of metal in your heart and you need it removed, the guy who knows how to do that is very valuable, yeah. right? <laughs> so like now switch back around to a healthcare, like, like a physical fitness provider, your doctor doesn't know how to do that. Your doctor is the guy in your class. He's showing up to get what you have three to five days a week for a full hour. Mm -hmm. You know, like your doctor isn't seeing five to 15 members of his community multiple days a week for an hour each. Like yeah. your doctor wants what you have. That should be an mm -hmm. indication that what you have is valuable. Mm -hmm. So, okay, <clears throat> we could harp on that. I really don't want to, but right. <laughs> okay. So step one. Right. Yeah. You've, I, you've got a lot of stuff in your brain. You're a coach. CrossFit has furnished you with very low barrier to entry to access to some of the best educational resources in the physical fitness world, period, full stop. And anybody who has gone and looked at a NASM or an, you know, NSCA info packet or what else knows that I'm right about this. You ha have probably forgotten more things about health and fitness then your clients will ever know. So mm. the question when we talk about like a step one is I got to Like, what can we get out of your brain? Cause when it sits in your brain, it's useless to everybody else. Right? Mm. So we, we say step one is a low priced product, a low price information product. Low price is anywhere from zero to $200 per individual sale. Okay. Um, I like gymnastics, right? And back to Lisa's point about, you know, what are the things that you like to talk about? If you work with a coach and figure out your niche, all of this gets easier because then you get excited to write about stuff. So I like gymnastics. Um, people always want to know how to do gymnastics stuff better. If mm. I take a little bit of time and I pull some of my gymnastics stuff out of my brain and I write it in a Google doc, and then I take that Google doc and I go to Canva and I get a pretty professional looking layout and I PDF that some bitch and then I've put it on Gumroad or put it on a Squarespace website with a little marketplace. How, how much time did I invest in that? Right? Mm. Not a heck of a lot, you know, yeah. or, yeah. or you could do like a, like a three module online course. I want to teach you, uh, I want to teach you how to do better kipping pull-ups, right? So I'm going to do three modules. We're going to talk about the hollow and arc on the floor. We're going to talk about the hollow and the arc on the bar. And we're going to talk about the kipping pull-up. And each one is like a thing. You can work through it. You know, to the person who wants to figure out that kipping pull-up, how valuable is that? Hugely. I mean, incredibly. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And if they're looking for a resource, they're probably not getting that information from their coach, you know? So you do up your, you do up your online course, you put it on the internet, 97 bucks a sale. Mm -hmm. let's say you put in what, 15 hours or something like that, right? You pay yourself out at $20 an hour. 
that's like $1,300 worth of your time invested. If you make seven sales, you've recouped all of your time investment. If you like keep talking about it and you, I know it's going to be terrifying, get on the internet and tell other people what you do and be like, Hey, this is a thing I've had people ask me for. I put together an online course. It's right over here. That's a, like, you can make a lot of money very quickly. You sell one a day. You've got almost $6,000. If you're a coach, $6,000 in a month is a lot of money for you, you know? And that's something that can just sell in perpetuity. It's, it doesn't have to have an expiration date. It's like this thing over here is just doing its thing. Yes. And, you know, one of our, and there's, we're going to, I'll post, the, we'll post a reel about it today is like the, the biggest thing that trips people up is this myth of perfection. There's no such that perfect does not exist. There is no such thing as perfection. Yet again, like yeah. the scarcity, it's a story we tell ourselves to justify the inaction as like, I'll put it out when it's perfect. I want it yeah. to be perfect. Yeah. Well, shit, that's never gone out because and nothing ever goes out. Like if we're talking about a low ticket priced item, yeah. I don't want people to fall in the trap of going, Oh, I need to write a book and it covers this. No, you don't. No. You can write a one page document for fifteen dollars that adds value to someone in some way. Yeah. You could do a, you know, a document that tells people how to do a burpee more efficiently. Mm-hmm. Like, so they suck less. Like we know that that's a myth, but tech, you know, in a hypothetical world, you could write that it's 15 bucks. Oh, burpee suck less. Yeah. I'll sign up for that. Like it doesn't have to be complicated. Don't overcomplicate it. Don't make it perfect. Take some knowledge from here Put it out there and then get some things back for it, remuneration, mm-hmm. and go about your life and go, okay, what's the next thing I can build? Start as simple. Mm-hmm. Like I know that you said, Sam, you could do, um, you know, uh, an on- online course, even as simple as a one-page document yeah. can add incredible value to somebody's life because it's something you know that they need. Mm-hmm. You just need to create it. It can even be. Like for a nine ninety nine price point, it can be a bloody Google sheet. Yeah. Like it can be that simple. You don't even need to pretty it up in Canva. Like just yeah. get it out there and you would be amazed at what you know that people need if you just yeah. even went down to the lowest level. Don't look for perfect and don't overcomplicate it. It doesn't have to be yeah. ama- like amazingly professional, slick and video edits and promos like Create something, talk about it. Yeah. Leverage your audience. Yeah. And we do talk in the Million Dollar Coach program course about finding your audience and building your audience and positioning and packaging and all that stuff. Yeah. But this is step one in that you've got to create something, stick yeah. a dollar figure on it, and then put it out there. And I love that you mentioned, you know, a one page sheet for, you know, $14.99 or whatever, right? Yeah. I can I can hear in my skull a chorus of coaches being like, there's no way one page is worth $15. And to them, I say, you are confusing price and value, right? Mm-hmm. You, you are looking at the number and you are saying to yourself, there's no way that I know something that I can put on one sheet that is worth that much money. You already know the things. 
other people don't know the things. Right. We were, we were talking. We were talking earlier. Like that athlete who confuses the snatch and the clean every single day. Every time snatches and cleans are programmed, they're like, "Wait, which one's which?" So that right there should tell you that like there are people who don't know what you know, right? So you take a piece of value, you get it out of your skull where it's useless, and you put it down in writing in a in a Google Doc, whatever, and you get it out there to people who need it because someone needs it, right? And to but they the don't person- know you've got it until you put it out there. Right? Yes, and and talk about it. And like, mm-hmm. funny enough, and I'm guilty of this. Like, if I create something and put it on the internet, and then I pull my hands back and I get a little bit scared, and I'm like, okay, it's done. I did it. <laughs> like it just sits on the internet. Nothing, nothing happens. Like it might as well still sit in your brain. Yeah, it, absolutely. Like you, it is terrifying to talk about something that you're doing because it, I don't know how Christina, you feel about this or Lisa, you feel about this, but I, when I started a private training business and I reached out to my close friends and colleagues and my, my family members, like people who love me and who want me to succeed, I was still terrified. Mm-hmm. Even knowing that all of these people would be like, how can I help you? You know? Mm-hmm. And still I'm terrified. Right. So normal reaction, ignore it. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. again the stories that we tell ourselves. Yes. Is like, oh, people are gonna laugh at me. Who am I to do this? Yeah. I'm in the process of writing a book. Yeah. And the conversation I had with my coach last week was you know, well, who's even going to buy it? Who's going to read it? That's none of your business. Yeah. And, you know, usually the people that you think should like your friends and family won't even bother. (laughs) So don't tailor it for what you think they may or may not want to read or find appealing. Like it's not your business. Your business is to create. You can't control how it's received. Like you just need to create it. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think too, like, I want to like, cause I'm sitting here and I'm like, okay, well, a lot, a lot of really good stuff was just said. And I remember being, you know, a little further back on this journey. And like, so if you're sitting there listening to this right now and you're thinking to yourself, what, like, I still don't get it. Like, what do I do? Think, think about what we've done, right? Okay. So we acknowledged that you're all exhausted. We acknowledged that we're working too many hours. We're trying to make ends meet and it's just not happening. So how is there even time to take this step? We acknowledge the fact that we all had fear with this step because of this scarcity mindset that we create in our own head. Right. And then Sam went down this like rabbit hole of like sign up for Canva and then put it on gum, whatever you said. And like all these fancy <laughs> things, right? And Wait. I'm sitting here like, so Sam's a little bit further ahead in the journey than I am. And I'm sitting here like, what the fuck is all that? But like what I wanted to exactly, right? What I want to bring it back to is like, we just said a lot of stuff. So A, rewind, listen to it again, really good stuff. But like, if you don't know, ask us, you know, shoot us a message, check out the million dollar coach program. Like mm-hmm. we're, we're here to explain all of this to you and, and, you know, have you realized that at the end of the day, like Lisa said, like 
create something, put it out there. I'll tell you right now, when I first created something, put it out there and somebody paid me actual money for me to help them become a better coach. Yeah. Man, did that build the momentum? I mean, it just, you just have to do it. And Lisa will tell you, you know, because we, as she mentioned, we have our coaching calls right after, right before this. Um, I wanted it to be perfect and I wanted it to be laid out and I wanted the whole plan to be, you know, well, how can I accept this person's money if I have no idea what, like where we're going with it. But the fact of the matter is it just, you just, it's just one step, one step at a time, right? That's, that's all we're trying to convey here is that you have to take that first step. But if you start getting worried about all the apps and all the programs and how to create a Google doc and, and what's going to be valuable and what do people want? You're, you're thinking of the wrong things, just like, I think it was Lisa who said it, or maybe it was Sam, but we all agree. If you have something in your head, just get it out of your head, start there and see what comes of it, you know, plant the seed and it will grow if you water it. And I guarantee that you've all, for the coaches out there, sorry, Sam, um, if you're like, I I don't know what people want to know about, what do you get asked about all the time in your daily, you know, what do people when, you know, even people who aren't in your classes or aren't your clients, you know, what do they ask you? Oh, everyone keeps asking me about, oh, sleep or this, and I keep saying the same thing over and over. Well, maybe if you created something with it you wouldn't have to you just say here here's the solution i've created for this problem a lot of people seem to struggle with this like you know what you keep getting asked you know what people want to know yeah i i also first of all i feel like it's an inherent character trait that i fall down rabbit holes i think my wife would agree with that um (laughs) and I love that you brought it back where you're like, just ask like every single one of us has our Instagram handle in the image. We don't charge by the DM. Like I had a bunch of people who were really, really generous with their knowledge. I would love to help anybody who has questions. Like most of the stuff that we talk about, like we don't own the IP for this. Like this is, this is stuff that pre this stuff predates the internet. It predates all of that. Like, And more importantly, it's okay to not have it figured out just like your fitness journey. You know, I liked it. Every person who came in for on-ramp and we, you know, they're like, well, I, you know, I'm not fit enough for CrossFit horseshit. Nobody walks in with a 500 pound back squat and a five minute mile. Zero people have ever walked into an affiliate like that. So like, this is where we do the fitness. Like you come here and this, we'll, we'll take care of you, right? Mm. So in that same way, you have to just start down the road of entrepreneurship, which I know sounds terrifying. That's okay and normal and you will live, I promise, and you'll learn stuff as you go. And I think part of it is like as coaches, it can be tempting to not want to abdicate abdicate your position of status. Like when you when you become a coach, you ascend, and especially the deeper you get in, like as a level, I'm a level three coach, right? It can be real tempting to sit at the front of the room and put my hands on my hips and gaze over my domain and like 
everything that the light touches is yours, <laughs> that kind of, you know, yeah. Where it's, and so it gets real hard to be like, I don't know about this, or I'm scared to do this and then be honest about that. Right. Yeah. It would be ludicrous if someone walked in and said, I don't know everything about CrossFit. Therefore, I'm not going to do CrossFit. By that hmm. same line of logic, it is ludicrous for you to look at something like entrepreneurship, creating a product by yourself so that you can radically change your financial circumstances and say, well, because I don't know how to do it perfectly or understand everything right away, I'm not going to attempt it. Hmm. You know? That and let me see. Sorry. No. Just lose the Hollywood image of what an entrepreneur is. It's not, you know... Being an entrepreneur doesn't mean you don't ha you have to pretend to be Richard Branson. Like that's, we're not asking you to build an airline from scratch, but yeah. you know, like being an entrepreneur is creating your own idea and your own path. That's what it is. It doesn't have mm -hmm. to be, you know, uh, fancy cars and private jets yet. It's yet. that's that. Yeah. That's the, the Hollywood version. Like don't get lost in the labels and, and be scared of the label because of what you've seen from Hollywood or, or media, like we're all entrepreneurs. If you know, you're forging your own path. Like that's what, even as a, a coach that gets you contract to a gym and you're paying, but well, then you're in your own business already. You're already that entrepreneur. It's just then what you choose to invest in. Yeah. Someone pays you a 1099 and not a W2. You're an entrepreneur. Yeah. But uh, you know, spoiler alert. Sorry, Christina. No, I, I just, I was going to say, let me say too, you're going to stumble and that's also mm -hmm. okay. You know, I, um, you know, one of my more recent ventures that I was trying under the umbrella of my business, um, it is not successful, not going well. Uh, you know, for all intents and purposes, it would seem from the outside as though it's a little bit of a failure. Um, but I'm in the process of a little bit of a course correction, trying to figure out, um, you know, what exactly was my intention with creating this product and, you know, how can I, uh, you know, repackage it and get it out to the right people that it may be successful. And I also may have to just hang it up and that's okay. You know, it doesn't mean that I'm a failure or that my business is a failure. Um, it, it doesn't mean anything, in fact. Um, so I think that that's, you know, I know that um, one of my biggest fears in uh, starting this endeavor was that somebody is inevitably going to sue me, right? <laughs> like, I am I am asking people for money and providing a service. And because I'm human and I don't see the value in myself, uh, I automatically assume that somebody is going to sue me and say, um, this is not what I paid for. Or this is not worth it. Um, and you know, and it's terrifying. It's a terrifying thought, but you know, you just, you just got to fight through it. You just got to do it. And you got to realize that, um, you know, you're gonna, you're gonna build that muscle. You're going to get, uh, you know, more immune to those types of thoughts mm -hmm. once you dive in, but you, you have to dive in. <laughs> if you also, I love that. Like we have wildly different fears in terms of <laughs> like our, like, oh, I'm afraid of X. And you're like, I'm afraid of a lawsuit. I'm like, wow, that was not at all what is on my list, but now I'm thinking about it. Um, so 
the if you if you listen to I'm going to say the term entrepreneurs, right? So anyone who's a business owner where they own the business themselves can be an entrepreneur, right? You could be a product designer. You could be software creator. You could, you know, any number of things, right? The single defining characteristic of a successful entrepreneur is the person who didn't stop. Hmm. Richard Branson's a great example, right? Richard, how many, no one ever thinks about it. They just think of him as the Virgin Atlantic guy. Do you know how many like failed businesses he had before Virgin? Mm. A lot, right? Even since Virgin, in, even Virgin, since, include, including Virgin, at many times was at yeah. the brink of failure because he'd distracted by a shiny object and decided yeah. to fly a balloon across the world, which landed in the ocean. Like, absolutely. So, yeah, one of the one of the I've never forgotten this. I cannot remember how many years ago I saw this, but it was this video online where. A woman was talking to um, an educator, and she was it was in a conference, like um, like in a presentation hall at a university or something like that. And this person was saying, like, you should invest in your education. You should try to like deepen your knowledge. And this woman got up and she's like, I am a working mother. I have two kids, and I've done the math, and I want to I want to like further my degree, but with the amount of time that I can invest, it's going to take me ten years to get there. You know, and I'll be 52 or whatever it is when, when I finally get my degree. And the presenter looked at her and said, uh-huh. And how old are you going to be in 10 years if you don't try? You mm. know, like you get to decide. We all get to decide how we want to spend our time and what we want that to look like. Time is going to march on. And so if you're worried about the perfect thing or the right thing, like, I say to my clients, there's no way that you can do this thing perfectly. So if you're that person who's looking for the A, I'm going to give you an F immediately. We're just going to like write that off and like move it, move it to the side. All you have to do is try. Mm. And if it doesn't work out, okay, cool. It, try again. Because I guarantee that if you do nothing, you will not change your circumstances. And if you do something, there is at least a chance that something will help. And it's bigger than you. You're doing mm. this because you want to help someone else be better, change their circumstance. So if you take your own ego and need for success out of it and consider it somewhat altruistic, altruistically, like, yes, you want to make money, but B, I'm doing this for a do the right things for the right reasons for the right people. Yeah. Like ultimately your goal is to help other people and to touch Sam, on your point of, you know, time's going to march on, um, Tony and I spoke on the Fitfiliate episode earlier this year with are you spending your time or are you investing your time? Mm. And only one of those things is going to um, get you a return. Yeah. And the time's going to go, but it's are, are you investing your time yeah. to make the most of that or are you just pissing up the wall, scrolling, wishing for something? And thinking, well, if I just get this next level, then everything will be different. You still need to, and if we're going to put a bow on this episode, because we're pretty much at the end of our time, but, you know, if I could give people one takeaway for today is take the action. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Do the thing. Mm -hmm. Don't overcomplicate it. Don't overthink it. 
just do. Yeah. You already have created the things. You just got to do it, talk about it, and get it out there. Yeah. yeah. Stop if, being afraid you of yourself. Be, and if you want to be super thorough about it, like go through the MDCP online course. We talk about all the things and all the prerequisites oh. and like everything that we've talked about. This is the first step out of five that comes at the end of a three module system. Like there's a reason it comes at the end. And if you can take advantage of this, if you can listen to this, you can be actionable. Cool. Go do that. Do exactly what Lisa's talking about. Take action. If you can't quite get there though, and you're also not willing to accept things as the way they have been, mm. you are who we wrote the MDCP online course for, period, full stop. And we have a link in the bio and in our show notes for that amazing um, platform. But again, back to Christina's point, back to Sam's point, reach out. We're happy to help. We can connect you. Um, Please do. We, at Fitfiliate, we don't just work with affiliate owners. We do work with coaches. Case in point, the two lovely people sitting in front of me. Like we work with coaches, um, help you, you know, compress time, move forward faster yeah. um that's what we do that's what we're about we want to change the landscape so reach out don't don't be afraid to reach out we will um always be there on the end of the chat email whatever links in bio hook us up please like and subscribe and if you know a coach that is struggling and can benefit from what we've talked about today if some of it has resonated for you please share it um please drop your comments below um, drop a like, drop a subscribe, put your comments below. We're happy to chat to you with your thoughts on this episode. Um, for sure, it's on all your favorite platforms from the YouTube to Apple, Spotify, Google, and all the other ones that I'm not going to list right now. Um, but do the thing, do something this yes. week. Set that as your intention. Love all right, team. Great chats, good times. I'll see you on the next one. All right. <laughs>